Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Hey friends, welcome back to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We're Dave and Ashley Willis, and we are talking about communication one of the biggest issues in marriage, and today specifically, a hot topic, one that uh, everybody can relate to because every couple's had disagreements. Mm-hmm. And what do you do if you're just in that cycle of disagreement? And specifically, how do we stop fighting? If you're in that rut where it seems like every conversation just turns into a fight, and there's tension, and there's, there's miscommunication, and it's exhausting. And if you're listening, watching today, Welcome. Um, If you're in that dynamic, you're not alone. Uh, We're glad you're here. This is a safe place for you to kind of process and hopefully learn some new tools. And we're gonna we're gonna dive in and talk about it today. I can't. I have a goofy grin because you're looking all swollen in your XOT shirt. You're not watching um, on YouTube, but Dave is. He's. You got the 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 chest. uh, Yes. As XO represent XO. We're here live from the. uh, I love it. Marriage capital of the world, South Lake, Texas, and the Exo Marriage Building, which is just a treasure. Come it and visit is. us here sometime. We'd love to have you. I'm sorry. I'm getting off course, but yes, I'm a looking Stop and I'm a liking. Actually, <laughs> keep lusting. I love it. I love it. Um, all right. I want to share a review with you guys because we are so grateful when you guys leave a review. It's not just for us. I mean, it does put a little wind in our sails because we know that this podcast means something to you, but it really is the best way to get the message out of the Naked Marriage Podcast. And so we just encourage you, if you love this podcast, if you find it helpful, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, right now, I don't believe you can leave a review on Spotify. Um, you might be able to put stars possibly, but I don't know if you can leave a review, but wherever you can leave leave a a review, review. please leave a review. That would really mean a lot to us. Comments. If you're watching on YouTube. Yes, please. And make sure you um, like, and subscribe on our YouTube channel. So you don't miss an episode, but this review today is from lady Tasha 88. Thank you, Tasha for leaving this. And she entitled it, love this podcast and gave us five stars. And she said this, I love this podcast. May God and Jesus bless them in everything they do in life. And then she put across a heart and two claps. So oh, thank so you, Tasha. I love that. And God bless you as well. Thank you. Yeah, we, we love and appreciate you. We do. So we're continuing in our series about communication, which is just a huge benchmark um, of uh, in marriage. Like you, yeah. you've got to like if we have to we have to really get a handle on healthy communication in order to have a healthy marriage. And the thing about communication that is a big misunderstanding is is like, oh, well, we just arrive at being great communicator, communicators, and then we just never have to really ponder communication again. But God, in in His great mercy of of growing us, of sanctifying us, and keeping us on our toes, 
has not designed us that way because what happens is life throws new things our way and you know, we may have children, we change jobs, we move, we have new people come into our life. And so we constantly need to, to come back to honing those communication skills, yeah. right, sweetie? I mean, we've been married 22 years, together it's, almost 24 years. We've had to work on communication a lot. Yeah, it's a never ending skill set yes. that you're developing and you're learning each other, right? It's right. not just these blanket principles that that automatically work the same on everybody. Mm -hmm. Even with our own children, you know, what communication yes. tactics that work with one don't necessarily work with the other. You have to, it's it's rooted in relationship. You have to yes. get to know that person. You have to grow along with that person into who they're becoming mm -hmm. to really be able to communicate with them. And in marriage especially, you know, your spouse is changing and growing, you're changing and growing. The, the dynamics that you're living in are changing and yep. growing. And you, you got to just, you got to stay in tune. Last week's episode, if you missed it, I encourage you to go back and watch or listen. Uh, it's all about, it's called how to give your, get your spouse to listen. And it's really also about how to get your spouse to talk. I mean, really, it's just. It's really both. It's both. Because if you're going to, you can't really talk well to your spouse if you haven't listened well and vice versa. Exactly. Yeah. And then, but today, well, what if, what if it's that the talk, the talk has become just negative? You know, it's, yeah. it's fighting. It's, it devolves into negativity. Every time we try to have a conversation, it just gets to this place of, of a fight where we dig our heels in and we can't seem to find common ground. Yeah. Um, what do you do? And I mean, I would say like, the Bible is the best communication manual ever yep. written, among many other things. It's God's living word. It's relevant to every part of your life. But uh, Ephesians, which is a book in the Bible written to the church in Ephesus, that's why it's called Ephesians. That's just what the people were called who lived there. Um, and it has a lot of great relationship principles in it that apply to us 2,000 years later. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32 says, Be kind and compassionate to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Um, that one little verse has so many important communication principles that it starts with kindness and compassion. That yeah. as soon as we start becoming cruel or cynical or sarcastic towards each other, we're already failing. We're, we're already sinking the ship sabotaging the communication. We gotta start with kind, kindness and compassion and forgiveness, believing the best in each other, offering grace, and then being tenderhearted. Even if your spouse is, is being rude to, instead of throwing gasoline on that fire, choose to be a peacemaker. That doesn't mean you're a doormat. It doesn't mean that you just take verbal abuse. But as far as it depends on you to be the one to bring peace and to yeah. try to diffuse the situation and to really get to the heart of, Where's this frustration coming from, mm -hmm. right? I mean, what what is it? It might it might not have anything to do with with you. I mean, a lot of times when Ashley comes to me and she's like, "Are you mad at me?" Yeah, and it, I'm like, "No, why?" It's because I'm coming across as like angry and frustrated, <laughs> and she's like, "Well, you you seem like you're mad at me." It's like, "No, I'm just frustrated. And I'm frustrated yeah. about this this thing that's happening at work or this you know this." this unexpected bill we got that I'm trying to figure out how to pay or the way that the kids are, it could be a million of, I just don't feel good today. But yeah. when we believe the best in each other, instead of taking it personally, yeah. like, oh my gosh, my spouse is being frustrated. Well, I've got even more right to be frustrated than you. What do you got to be frustrated well, about? Well, see that, it's that spiral. Yeah. We get into that just, I mean, we do. And I think, but if you've been married any length of time, you can relate to this. Like that yeah. spiral is very easy to fall into. In fact, I feel like that's, if we don't, if we're not intentional, 
that's what's going to happen because it, that resentment builds up. And I'm telling you so many couples that we've talked to over the years, that, that is the thing. It's like they get in a spiral, you know, in, in my studies in marriage and family therapy, I've learned about, you know, Dr. John Gottman, he's not necessarily, he, he's actually Jewish. So he's not a Christian per se, but he is uh, a great researcher oh, of relationships, very, very wealth of knowledge. Let me wise. tell you, he, spent, he and his wife have spent their lives yes. creating the Gottman Institute, which is research-based Institute where they they have you know labs They'll the love couples, lab the they've love observed lab. couples over yeah. decades amazing a wealth of research they are and great insights that point back to what the Bible does it, tell us about it really does like that's what the whole time I'm reading his book on um, seven principles to make a marriage work like. It just the whole time I'm smiling and I, I would relay this back to you and I'm like, this is what the Bible says, you know, yeah. but it's so cool to see that researchers discover this as well. Like, you know, God's truth is always true. Right. And um, and it's it, it just always comes back. You know, we come back to those truths. But one thing that really stuck out to me about that is he describes this cycle and he gave it a name. I think sometimes when we can name something it just helps bring clarity to the problem. And yeah, when we can bring yeah. clarity to the problem, we can also, it's like the solution becomes clearer as well. We kind of know which which route to take. And and he talks about this dynamic where you feel like you're fighting all the time. You're in this negative spiral. Um, we've called it like the, the marriage tornado, like in, in certain talks, you can look actually look that up and find our talk on that. The F5 the marriage, F5 tornado, marriage cause tornado. Cause it talks about- Five things start with F, they kind of, you know, um, that bring you down to this yeah. just never ending spiral. And then you repeat it and you just keep on coming a bigger and bigger and bigger tornado. But he calls this like when, when you tend to have a negative bend to your spouse, because you've gone through a long season of disappointing each other, frustrating each other, not really working well. He says that when you have that negative bend and what the Bible calls a hardened heart, okay? Yeah. Essentially, yeah. like your heart has become hard to your spouse. You're not even really listening anymore. You don't even really want to talk to them. You just try to, you're walking on eggshells around each other or maybe just full on rage. You know, you're showing rage to each other. He calls this flooding and where you're flooded with emotions. Like you just can't. Yeah. And all of us have been there. We've all been there. And he said, but it, start, it starts with having that hardened heart. And by assuming the worst of your spouse and you have this negative bend like towards your spouse instead of a positive um, assumption that they don't mean you harm, right? And he says, and we just like, the quicker we become flooded really, and we don't, we're not quick to repair that right? We're not quick to repair. Yeah. Then the further down, the, the, the further frayed the relationship becomes. And so it's so important that we really take an assessment and really pray like God reveal the blind spots. God, you know, search my heart. Like, are we, am I flooding? You know, like really on a personal level, like, am I becoming flooded with my spouse? It's good to self-assess there and ask God to really make it clear to you because if you are there, it is a crucial point. And I'm not saying this to be gloom and doom. I'm saying this because when we can say, wow, this is a crucial point, then we know we need to get help, right? Because if you're already at the flooding point, you need to see, seek professional help, like you really do. I would say probably 90. Inflation is out of control and it just seems like money flies out the window. I look at our account daily and I'm just like, where does this money go? And you're probably the same way. And that's why I'm really excited about a new ad partner we have called Rocket Money. This is an app that helps you in real time see exactly where your money is going. And even more importantly, they'll help you identify and cancel subscriptions that you're not 
using. On average, they're saving their users $720 a year. I didn't think I had any subscriptions we weren't using, but this is what happens. You sign up for a, a free subscription to something, you're not using it, and that free subscription runs out. You're paying five or 10 bucks a month for the rest of your life until you cancel it. Rocket Money helped us identify it get that under control and save a bundle right from the start. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscription, guys. That's half a billion bucks. You need to get your share of that. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions today by going to rocketmoney.com slash naked. That's rocketmoney.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Start saving money today. One goal we've had as a family lately is to try to just eat healthier, and junk is sometimes more convenient, and we're eating unhealthy, not because we want to, but it's just because it's what's easy to grab. But then came along Thrive. That's right. Thrive Market is helping us in really simple, practical ways. And as a Thrive Market member, we save money on every single grocery order. On average, we save over 30% each time, which I mean, I don't know about you, but I love saving money. They even have a deals page that changes daily and always has some of our favorite brands, which right now we are loving the Hum brand, Zero Sugar Kombucha. And so check those out. Go to Thrive Market, join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash naked for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash N-A-K-E-D, thrivemarket.com slash naked percent need to go seek a professional to help them get out of this because once you've reached the point of flooding where literally like your spouse could walk in a room and you feel annoyed like just annoyed you haven't said a word they haven't said a word you feel annoyed you need to you, you need to repair that yeah. because it's a yeah. crucial point now you may be like well no it's just the seventh year of marriage you know we have no, a seven no, year itch it's just this it's just this season of life you oh, guys a busy season every season is a busy season yes you just don't make, excuses. don't make excuses. You need to get repair. And, and if you're at that point, a lot of times you've been through a long season of not repairing and there's a lot that needs, and you totally can be healed. You totally can be helped. But a lot of times it takes getting a professional. And that's why our mediators here at Exo Marriage, they can be a game changer for yeah. you. And they can yeah. meet with you virtually. I know you guys are like, man, you guys are like, just, you know, saying this all the time, but it's because we know what they can do. They actually have, I think they said like an 85% success rate. Oh yeah. I mean, it's couples, very high. Many of them are, you know, some of them are here just working through like a, a like, specific issue that, right. that the marriage overall is in a good place. But many who come here, they are just at, they're at the doorstep of the divorce attorney. Right. Like they feel like this is just kind of a last hope. Like I'm just, I'm going to do this, do my due diligence. But if they go yeah. through the process and like you know, our, Jimmy Evans, our ministry's founder, said your marriage has a one hundred percent chance of success if you do it God's way. Right, and you're we both committed. Wholeheartedly believe that. Yeah, you're both committed, and we'll give you the tools. The tools are there to help you if if two people are committed. And our mediators, they do an amazing job. You can go to exomarriage.com/help and learn more about that. Um, they can meet with you virtually from anywhere in the world, or if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, you can come to our offices here in South Lake and they, they can meet with you. They're like they're doing right now on the other right. side of these doors down the hall. There are several they're couples here today people. going through mediation and getting um, great benefit from it.
And I would say too, you know, if that's not something that right now you're like, I don't know about that. I'd, I'd rather meet in person in my hometown. Yeah. You can go to aacc.net and see a long list of local counselors in your area. And that is the American Association of Christian Counselors, because you want to have a Christian counselor. Yeah. You want to have someone coming from that Christian worldview who is, is going to be in agreement with you that that your marriage is worth fighting for. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, sometimes when you go to some of these counselors that are more secular, you just don't know what you're going to get. And um, I'm not saying that they couldn't be of help. Maybe they could be, right. but you just don't know what you're going to get. And so, you know, it's important because I, I think sometimes you can have, you know, one of you who, and maybe it's, you know, the one who's watching and listening today, you recognize there's flooding going on. We are at this crossroads where, you know, my spouse could not show up and say he wants a divorce or she wants a divorce tomorrow, or we could just continue in this kind of fractured marriage for years. You know, some people exist like this for years and then they just live parallel lives and they, you know, they're maybe tell themselves, well, we're staying in it for the kids, but really the kids sense all this, you know, distress in the house too. I, I just want to, I want to level with you and say like, I, I am so glad that you're listening to this because you are not, you know, too far gone for God to do a miracle. You're not. But I do think it's important that even if it's you at first going to the counselor by yourself, it's important that, you know, you do your part that you can do yeah. to create peace in your home. And then keep on in a gentle way, in a loving way, inviting your spouse. And I'm telling you, we've seen God do this over and over. I can't tell you how many times with Dave being a pastor and us meeting and doing like pastoral counseling with couples, us meeting with a couple and not being sure when they leave what's <laughs> right. going to happen. Right. I yeah. love like I really like I'm like they could God could do a miracle here or they could tell us their divorce next week. Like I have no idea what's going to happen here. But let me tell you, most of the time, I would say most of the time they like actually, I mean, just the other day I was at um, the ornament exchange and found, you know, saw one of the wives from a couple that many years ago we counseled and they were, it was for communication. They were in there. They weren't sure they wanted to stay together. Uh, and kind of in this counseling session, what it came down to is the husband uh, and the wife both felt like the other, they were hardened heart. They had hardened hearts. Okay. Because they felt like the other just didn't want to enter into their individual worlds of interest. Like, yeah. And I remember the husband in particular, um, like we were, it, it was, he was real quiet the whole session and the wife, she was very just, you could tell she was hurt and upset. And, you know, Dave, I think you posed the question. You said, well, what, what is something she could do that she's not doing that would make a difference in your marriage? And he paused for a long time. And it was, you know, in counseling too, nobody likes the pauses, like the counselees or the counselor, like we're all pretty, eh. but what I've learned through my counseling classes is that's when the Holy Spirit is doing his best work. And so yeah. you have to give him the way. But what this guy said, y'all, it, it was just not what we expected. I, I, we were like, what? <laughs> you want to share it? He's like, yeah, I mean, so, you know, it, I love just love country. Like this strong, strong hardworking, hardworking dude. Yeah. And he's like, well, um, I'll tell you something she could do. And like, I, I like, okay, here it comes. It could be anything. It could be anything. He's <laughs> like, you know, you know, he's going to be. You know, I like, you know, I thought you were going to say more sex. Some or, sexual or thing. Like what, most, like what you assume, yeah. right? But uh, it was not that at all. He said, um, she used to play with my remote control cars with me. And I really enjoyed when we would play with them cars together. And she quit doing that. And um, it, it kind of hurt my feelings. 
I mean, <laughs> legit, this and is... And I was like, am I being punked? Is no, this really happening? But you know what? And, and he teared like, up. He teared up well, talking about this and, because it was the time together. Yeah. And she's like, I didn't know it was that big a deal to you. And he's like, well, it was. We, it's when we would really talk and have fun and laugh. And, yeah. And, and it was so sweet because like what he was saying is like, I just, I miss my friend. Like I want to connect yeah. again. I want to have fun again. Mm -hmm. I want to um, just play together and laugh yeah. together. And, and I miss that. And every couple needs that. Like if it just becomes all like the business of marriage, like the paying bills and running kids places, and we start drifting apart and losing that, that connection, that deep connection. And the friendship. The friendship. Yeah. Like. We got to get back to that. What is it yeah. in your marriage that you used to do that you stopped doing along the way? You know, what, what were those habits, those priorities that you used to have that brought you closer together? Right. Because you didn't outgrow those things. You just quit doing them. And and it's time to maybe get back to some of those basic things and, and then creating new adventures, too. Right. Like, let's let's find some new new hobbies to do together. Let's let's try pickleball. Let's do let's, something. Let's see if we're pickleball people. Let's see if I mean let's try some things and see if maybe maybe we hate it. Maybe we'll laugh and say, well, that was an adventure, but we'll probably never do it again. But find find some things that you can enjoy doing together, just for the sake of having fun and growing your relationships. It's uh, and not talking so shop and not yeah, talking exactly. about the big elephant thing. I mean, you've got to talk about the elephant in the room, but sometimes you just have to have reprieve, and you have to have just something where you you have that that breath of fresh air just to have fun. You know, so I ran into the wife and she was glowing and just had her whole family there. This is many years ago. Yeah. But I, I do remember when we left that appointment, I mean, that was a breakthrough moment and she shared something that oh, yeah, she I can't even remember it what both, it was, but it was very pivotal for them. But when we left that appointment, I do remember there was a lot of work still to be done, but I remember fast forward a few months and they ended up renewing their vows. Yeah, I got to do a, like a vow renewal ceremony. It was the sweetest thing ever. And like, they're still going strong. And I just, I look at their yeah. beautiful family and I just smile. I mean, I just, I just smile. Like I, it just warms my heart. But I do think uh, sometimes it's not even this big thing that needs to happen. Like it's the little things. Yeah, it's getting back to little things. And, and I just think, you know, uh, one thing too, I've learned kind of, over the years is and this is in a lot of different books on marriage but you have to remember that like you said sweetie that deep inside your spouse is still that little boy is still that little girl yeah. that that you know that that is sensitive and wants to connect and and i think we forget that like we forget that like we might be in our 40s but really in our minds we're still young and we still have all these hopes and dreams and and interests you know what i'm saying like we're I think we get so caught up in and just the business of life that they, we forget that. Do they still that. like me? There's like... Yeah. Do they still want me? Do yeah, they still like still, me? Do they still, still want to be my friend? They still want to hang out with me. Do they still... Yeah. Are they still intrigued by me? Right. Are they still attracted to me? I mean... Right. There's a little part of all of us that's always asking. And so don't make your spouse have to wonder about that. Let them know. I'm so... I just love being with you. Yes. I, I, I just love the adventures we have. I'm so... I'm so attracted to you. I, mm -hmm. I mean, you've never been more beautiful. You've never been more... I mean compliment each other and if you're stuck in that negative cycle be the one that goes first to break yes. out of it it takes somebody going first to just commit to you know what i'm just going to stop being negative yeah like when they're negative you know i might have like I'll, I'll i'll try to respond with positivity if that doesn't work i might have to just just sort of say well you know i you seem like you're in a really bad mood let's let's, let's reconnect when this. you're feeling better yeah but just to to really really try to commit to that path of i'm going to be encouraging I'm going to show gratitude. I'm going to thank them for the things they are doing well. I'm going to mm -hmm. look for things I can thank them for. I'm going to be an encourager, not a critic. 
And if you'll do that, if you'll commit to that for, for long enough, you'll start to see a change in them. I'm not saying that that you can change your spouse's heart. I'm not saying, because that their spou- each spouse is responsible for their own a- activities. But I'm saying it always takes somebody going first. Yeah. Or else the marriage is never going to move forward. So you be the one to go first. That's right. And you might be like, well, I'm always the one to go first. But it's like, but if you, I mean, maybe that is true. And that, that can be frustrating. But it, it takes somebody, somebody's got to, or you're going to stay in that tornado. You're going to keep yeah. on building yeah. up that resentment, keep on building up more ammo kind of, to where you guys are just hurting each other, you know, bringing up stuff from the past and calling each other names. Like I would take that stuff off the table. I wouldn't bring up the past. You don't cuss at each other or curse or swear, however you say it around the country. Don't, don't, you know, call each other names. Don't, um, just don't do things that, you know, we always say below the belt where, yeah, where it's yeah. meant to hurt them. You've got to go in with the posture of, of, I want to heal this. I want to repair this. You know, this is someone I love. Yes, they've hurt me. They've hurt me recently. And this isn't to discount that hurt. You need to address it, but you're going in with the posture of repair and that makes all the difference. Absolutely. And again, don't, don't, don't be slow to reach out for help. I think so many times, Dave, don't you think that we wait till we feel like it's just dire? Yeah. Don't, don't wait for there to be a a crisis. I mean, if you're in a crisis, obviously reach out for help, but, but as soon as you see those warning lights pop up, you know, on the on the dashboard, so to yeah. speak, that like, okay, we, this is we're a little bit off. We, we've we've gotten into a rut. It's yeah. time to it's time to do something different. Um, reach out for help. You don't have to figure it out alone. Don't let pride keep you from getting the help that you need. Mm-hmm. And like we said, we've got help here available. xomarriage.com/help, um, and there there are plenty of other places too. But I'm really proud of the team we have here in house that can help you. And feel free to reach out to us anytime on Instagram. We're at Dave and Ashley Willis. Um, if you've got a question or um, just anything you want to tell us, you can send us a message. We That's always right. love hearing from you. And we love you guys. We appreciate you. Do us a favor and share this episode. I promise somebody out there needs to hear it. Thanks for partnering with us to spread this message of hope around the world. God bless you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. <laughs>